0: How awesome are all those stories. I mean, just to, to think about God caring enough to, to speak the one word that makes a difference in somebody's life. That, you know, to anyone else, it might not mean anything, but to that one person, it changes their life. It changes their life. It, it literally just takes them off of one track and puts them on another. It just changes them. Let's um, pray for a second. God, we ask that you would... Um, that you would ignite in us a passion for you, that you would raise our expectations in what you could do in our lives, that we would hold nothing back, that we would hold nothing back from you. And I pray that right now the words that I would speak, that they would be words of life and truth, that they would bring freedom. God, that they would find their mark in what you have in, in people's life, what you have for them tonight. We pray in Jesus' name. I heard you got to see Kit. I, was, I wasn't able to do karaoke, and I know a lot of people were let down by that, but Kit, it sounds like she really raised the bar. Uh, a lot of y'all have never i 've never met before, and so my name's Tom Rossi and uh, one of the leaders here at the church and Ed's laughing at me. Um, I have two kids i've got you got a picture Is, this, is that shameless? Is that shameless? Two kids it's actually what i 'm going to talk about is. Uh, Because, you know, as exciting as all this is, I have to tell you something that that I'm excited about. Tomorrow, at 9 a.m., we're going to have a play set delivered to our house, okay? And this, for me, is huge. And some of you are thinking, whoa, (laughs) there it is, there it is. (laughs) That's actually the Sky Top play set, okay, from Woodplay. We're talking months of research, okay? You just don't go get a play set. Okay? At first, you know, you're thinking you just go to Costco and you buy the play set. You know? No, no. Research. What kind of wood? What kind of warranty do I get on the wood? How am I going to build it? What's the installation going to be? What type of, what type of um, you know, swings? There's all different types of swings. And, and so literally we're catalogs. We're downloading stuff off the internet. We're going to different stores in Jacksonville and we're looking and I've got this in my mind. Like, poor Kit. You know? like, she probably just doesn't want me to even know when she's looking for a gift for the kids. But for me, it's like I know what Tommy's gonna enjoy. I know, you know, what he, he enjoys. I know that he wants, like, the rock climbing wall. Rock climbing wall, big issue, okay? Yeah. Big, huge issue finding one that had a rock climbing wall. But you know, if I know him better than he knows himself, you know what I mean? I know what he's gonna get so excited about. And, and they really manipulate you, too, because you go to these places and they have, you know, the. $15,000 play set set up. So your kid, you know, is climbing all over it, and you're thinking, oh, I need that one. How much? You know, well, oh, if I get another mortgage on the house. You know, because you, you see your kid, and you're just, you're for them. You know, you want them to experience this. You want them to have this great gift. And, and you know better than they do. They, like Tommy, he knows that this thing is coming, but he can't even fathom. He doesn't, he really doesn't understand that he's going to have a play set at his house tomorrow. You know, like, I keep trying to tell him to see if he gets excited, and he's, you know, are we going to watch Barney now? You know, he's, he's, it's, not, it's not clicking with him. But it was funny, because after last Christmas, there has been a shift in our relationship, okay? Because last Christmas, he figured out that when Dad gives me a gift, when my parents go out and get me something, they really, they can get me anything. Today, seriously, he... It, in the in the process of, of today, he asked me for a Spider Man pinball machine. He doesn't know what pinball is, um, so that was weird. And he asked me for a flying car. You know, his expectations of what I could give him are so high. And you know, and if I could get him a flying car, I thought about it. I was like, we could put some wings on a Honda, but. But, you know, these are the things. His expectations are so high in what I could possibly give him. And it's awesome. It's such a great feeling. And I think that it relates to where we are tonight, and it relates to, to, to where we are in our relationship with God because Jesus makes this parallel when he talks about our heavenly father. He talks about our heavenly father, and he uses that term to the best, to the best way you could think of a father. It would be a heavenly father, this perfect father. This is the kind of language that Jesus uses. in the scripture that we're reading tonight is um, Luke 11. Luke 11. We've got it. Um, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? What's what's interesting, this scripture is neatly placed right after he tells us how to pray. He gives us the model prayer, the Lord's Prayer. And then he tells this story about this guy who's just shamelessly bold. That's the best way I think I can describe it. This guy is just shamelessly bold in the way that he's asking for something from his friend. He's going there in the middle of the night, banging on his door, saying, I need something. And Jesus is trying to break through to us with this idea that you guys, your expectations are too low of what you expect from your father. You need to be shamelessly bold in what you would ask. Tommy, literally, until last Christmas, he wasn't shamelessly bold. He would have never asked for a flying car, okay? But now, he's man, he's starting to really get that these guys might be able to deliver this stuff. <laughs> well, Jesus, Jesus is trying to break through those things that would, that would stop us from believing that about our Heavenly Father, that he does care about us in such a way as he wants to give us these good gifts, that we would actually ask, you know, God, I, I want what you have for me. I trust you. I trust that whatever you have for me is a good thing. And that's what the scripture is talking about, is... is Fighting against that expectation or that expecting too little from our Father. So what are some of the things that come against us? Why, why don't we? Why don't we expect more? What are some of the things that come in the way? I, I think one that we hear all the time is that we think God is distant. That God's not really active in our lives. That's why it's so awesome at River City Church that we have an opportunity for testimonies. Why? To raise people's expectation that God could show up in your life this week. He will show up in your life this week if you just let Him, if you just look for Him. We share testimonies to encourage, to raise expectations of what the Heavenly Father might do. Jesus came to show us the heart of the Father, to show that He is not far off. I mean, if you think of, if you summarize the message of Jesus, the kingdom of God is near, that the the rulership and the reign of God is near to everyone. He's now in in a a way that, that we've never been able to experience before. God is that close. Breaking down that that belief that, well, God God's busy. You know, God's really busy with other stuff and I really can't, you know, ask him for anything. Jesus comes and shows us the face of God by being present with us. And some of us, you know, it's our earthly fathers. It's because we, we don't expect much from our heavenly father because we, we had bad earthly fathers. And Jesus kind of knows this when, when he says that you guys, compared to your heavenly father, you guys are evil. And some of you are like, well, Jesus knows my dad. Well, Com- compared to the heavenly father, we're evil. As much as I'm excited about this place that's going to be delivered for, for my kids tomorrow, that's evil compared to how much the father wants to pour out his good gifts on his children. How incredible is that, that Jesus has drawn this out? Some of us, we think that God's more concerned with other people. We think that he can't be concerned with all of us. You know, this I, I think of, like, the Miss America prayer, you know, of, God, we just, we pray for world peace, we pray for the people in Africa, you know, like, we just pray for all these distant things because we don't believe that God could be active in our lives, that he's more concerned with other people, and so we don't want to pray for our job situation. I'm in a job that I'm miserable in, but no, 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 I can't bother God with that because he's, he's trying to deal with that whole issue in Israel and the Middle East and Iraq, and I, won't, I don't want to... You know, deal with my job. You know, but, but again, Jesus comes against that and says, no, expect more from your Father. He cares about those things. Sometimes we think that God, if he does come, he's actually going to take away good gifts. <laughs> we think that the things that we have are, that are good, that God wants to take them away a lot of times because we don't believe that God has good things for us. And Jesus is trying to show us, no, the, the life that I bring is a full life. The things that when I come on the scene, these are good and perfect gifts. And when you get one, when you get one from the Father and you recognize it it's coming from him, you recognize, man, this is, this is good. This is better than I could have ever expected. Just like my kids. You know, if they always got what they wanted, if they, didn't get, they wouldn't get the big gifts. You know, Tommy can't even dream up. He can't even fathom the kind of gifts that he gets at Christmas and even this play set. Sometimes it's because we've been let down. And this is a real hard one. And there's no, there's no way to dance around this, okay? Because especially at River City Church, because we are all about raising expectations. We're all about raising expectations. When you come forward for ministry time, man, we want you to come forward fully expecting to meet with God, fully expecting to experience his presence. And sometimes you go forward and you don't. Sometimes you pray for something and it never happens. Sometimes you pray for a healing and it doesn't come. And so, well, should we not raise your expectations? You know, am I I wrong in in telling you tonight that we should have high expectations? Well, think about it this way, right? This This is what I go back to. It's not me. It's Jesus. Jesus is the one that says, ask and you'll receive. Knock and the door will be opened. He's the one saying it. He's the one saying, being, "Be shamelessly bold in the things that you ask for." So it's not Tom Rossi up here telling you that you should have high expectations. It's the words of Jesus. It's telling us that we should have high expectations. How we deal with it when we don't get what we want, that's, that's difficult. And I could give you, you know, the whole Christianese well, you, you know, it wasn't God's will for that thing, or maybe he's got something better for you. I, I could try and make excuses all day long. But the bottom line is it, let God deal with it. God's the one that's made the promises. Ask Him. Ask God to show up and, and reveal it to you. But what do we know? And this is what what I always go back to. For me, this is, this is something that I go to regularly when I'm, when I'm struggling, is what do we know? We know that God is good. We know that God is for us, that He's not against us. How do we know that? We know that in, in what we've seen in Jesus and what we've seen in the track record in our lives. You know, I think about I think about Tommy, I had no idea. You don't know as a new parent a lot of the stuff you're going to deal with. When you take your kid to get their shots, like the doctor doesn't give you a little pep talk about what they're about to torture your child in front of you, you know. But they stick your kid with a needle, and your kid looks at you like, seriously? (laughs) Like, have you just been fattening me up, and now it's time to take me out? Your kid looks at you and starts crying. And you're like, oh, thanks, doc. You know, but ultimately it's amazing how quickly they move on and they forgive and they love you. They don't hold it against you. Why? Because ultimately they know the track record. Well, he's been good to me so far, so I'm hoping he knows what he's doing with the whole needle. You know what I mean? But a lot of times I think that's what I go back to with God is what do I know? I know that he's good. I know that my track record with him is that, that, he, that he is at work in my life. And that whatever's going on, that God has ordained it somehow, that God is working. I know that I'm supposed to be shamelessly bold, and if I don't see it, I'm still supposed to be shamelessly bold in the things that I'm praying for. That I shouldn't lower my expectations as a result of that. I should still go for it. And some people, it's hard because, you, you, you know, you hear the testimonies. And you're like, well, it didn't happen to me. You know, I, I went and, uh, you know, I didn't, didn't levitate. My you know, hair didn't light on fire. <laughs> Whatever you know, you you have these. You did have great expectations. Well, some of you were scared. A lot of you were scared, but you did have expectations, and maybe God didn't show up. God didn't show up in that way that you wanted Him to show up. And what I would my encouragement for you tonight would be to keep going for it. Don't give up. Be shamelessly bold and going forward, and keep asking, keep pursuing that, because He will. His track record, we could say with absolute confidence. That God shows up, that God does these things. And it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter how holy you are. You're like, oh, well, I didn't read my Bible enough before the weekend. No, it has nothing to do with that. Oh, I didn't go to church enough before the weekend or, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter where you are. We can't predict how God works, okay? When we tell you to put your hands out, that's not like an equation for success. Oh, I didn't, lit, I didn't have my hands up high enough. Or I got tired and I put them down and that's when the Holy Spirit left. No, there's no <laughs> equation. There's, we would love it if we could, but there's just not. All we can tell you is that God's track record with us is he shows up and to keep going and being shamelessly bold with great expectations of what God's going to do. We're going to have an opportunity in just a minute to be able to do it again. And I'd encourage you if, you, if you didn't go on the life course, if you didn't go on the weekend, this is a great opportunity to experience exactly all those testimonies that you heard. Come forward. We're going to have a time for ministry Man, put it out there. Have a great expectation. What is it it specifically that you want to hear from God today? What is it specifically that you want God to do in your life? What's that obstacle? What's that that thing? Bring it tonight. What do you got to lose? Be shamelessly bold and ask the Father. Say, Father, I know you're good. I know you want to give me good gifts. I don't want a play set. (laughs) I want this. Tell them what you want. Let me pray, and then Antley will come up. God, we uh, thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the encouragement that we get from reading about your son and about the things that he's done and said. And we pray that you would help us to not be disappointed, that we would not uh, accept lies that have been spoken, but that we would expect good things from you, that we would expect the greatest things from you. We pray that you would give us eyes to see the good gifts that you've given us in our lives already, the things that you've already done in our lives. And we pray that you would hear our prayers and respond in a powerful way. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your spirit. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Tom. He is a great speaker. We are fortunate. That's a great word. Um, so, this is the deal is that um, we like to leave room for God to be God in our church, and we don't tack it on at the end. We feel like this, uh, you know, regardless of what we say, from.